0: We are in Vamos Nanzayin Amaral 57A2 in the Archival Gemara. We are discussing the topic of a Ptsuwa Daka, uh, somebody who has um, crushed testicles, and it's part of the broader term of a Sris, somebody who is not able, who has sterile, and cannot, uh, for whatever reason, uh, have children and they are not allowed to marry most Jews. Uh, so the Gemara now is going to discuss a very particular question, uh, but that question is going to depend on multiple factors, and we'll discuss those factors in a minute, but just to discuss this prohibition for the Ptua Daka, for this person not to marry uh, most Jews, what exactly is the idea behind this? What is the reason? So first of all, this only applies if it's something which was not natural. If it was something that happened uh, either intentionally or over the course of their life, but it was something which is natural by birth, so then they are allowed to get married. That would be permissible. So it's only if it was done by human action. Um, Even within that, the question is why. Why can't they get married? So it, It is a bit difficult to understand, but part of the rationale might be and it's not entirely based on these ideas, but it might be based on the fact that it's trying to highlight that marriage is about, a large part of marriage is about uh, having children and having a family, and it's trying to highlight that idea, or about the fact that the Sri sometimes cannot fulfill the mitzvah of Ona, that a husband has an obligation to satisfy his wife's uh, sexual needs. Um, And perhaps it could be a different idea that uh, it's really to prevent uh, and to stay away from the practice of castration, which uh, did take place and continues to take place, and that itself is a prohibition. And so by saying that they cannot get married, and this is specific to when it's done through human action, although even if it was done unintentionally, uh, but perhaps it's there to, to... to tell us to stay away from castration, that if you do this, so then you are uh, not allowed to get married. Okay, so that is perhaps part of the rationale. So the Gemara now is going to discuss the question that we already mentioned briefly in the previous recording, but essentially it's the question of what happens if you have a Kohen who is a Ptsuwa Daka, so then is he allowed Uh, to marry a descendant of a ger, of a convert. Now, what exactly is the question? Why would we think one way? Why would we think another way? So there are multiple factors that are involved with regards to this question, so it could get confusing. Uh, So, point number one. (coughs) Excuse me. Point number one is that a ptsuodaka is not allowed to marry any Jew. However, it's actually limited to uh, Kahal Yisrael, it's limited to the to Kahal, uh, it's limited to the con- congregation of the Jewish people, and it's possible that a convert or the descendant of a convert would not be included in the term of the congregation of Hashem. That itself is a discussion, are they included in the congregation, certainly they are Jewish, but whether they are also viewed as part of the kahal, the congregation of Hashem, is subject to dispute. So if they are not part of the kahal, the congregation of Hashem, so then it would be permissible for a ptsuot daka to marry a convert uh, or a descendant of a convert. So that is factor number one. Could a ptsuot daka marry a convert or a descendant of a convert? Uh Factor number two is that a Kohen Kohen is not allowed to marry a convert. A Kohen is not allowed to marry a convert. The question is, is a Kohen allowed to marry a descendant of a convert? Is that permissible or is that not permissible? We'll see in our Gemara that there are in fact three different opinions on this issue uh, with regards to whether or not they are allowed to. We will see that Rabbi Yehuda is of the opinion that if the... Father is a convert, even if the mother was Jewish from birth, then she cannot marry uh, a Kohen. Uh, But if she was the daughter of a, the mother was a convert, but the father was Jewish. Uh, so then she would be allowed to marry a Kohen. That is the opinion of Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Lazar and Yaakov is of the opinion that if as long as one of the two parents was born Jewish, so then she can marry a Kohen. And Rabbi Yossi is of the opinion that even if both parents are converts, so then the daughter is allowed to marry a Kohen. Um, That it doesn't make a difference. The prohibition, according to Rabbi Yossi, only applies to the convert, him or herself, but it wouldn't apply to any of the descendants of the converts. So that is factor number two. Uh, So again, factor number one is whether or not a convert can marry any psuadaka, even if they are not a kohen, uh, because they they are a convert, they may not be viewed as part of the congregation of Hashem, even though they are fully Jewish. Uh, Factor number two is can a kohen marry the descendant of a convert, and that is subject to a three-way dispute, and then factor number three is that if you have a p'tsuah kohen, if you have this kohen who is a p'tsuah uh, who ha- who has this um, these crushed testicles, so then the question is, are they? Do they have uh, the kedusha? Do they? Do we do we say that they have kedusha? Meaning, are they prohibited to marry? the people that regular, that general kohanim, are also prohibited to marry. Do they have that prohibition or do they not have that prohibition? Um, so that is that is a third factor. Everyone is in agreement that they are allowed to eat truma. A kohen who is a psuadaka, they are allowed to eat truma, the special food which is designated for a kohen, and perhaps that's a, a, a separate idea within a kohen, that any kohen is allowed to eat truma, whether or not they have the kedusha, the sanctity of a kohen, could be a separate question. And as such, uh, there's the possibility, this is also subject to dispute, this third factor, but there is the possibility that a kohen who is a Psuadaka uh, does not have the kedusha, does not have the sanctity of a kohen. And as such, would it be permissible to marry people that uh, the kohen cannot marry? Uh, So that is also subject to dispute. So those are the three factors to keep in mind. So it gets confusing because these are all different factors, which will impact whether or not uh, this will impact whether or not uh, the Kohen, Ptsuadaka, a Kohen who is also Ptsuadaka, if they marry uh, the descendant of a convert, could she eat Chuma? Is she a wife? a halachically a val, valid wife to eat chuma just like he's allowed to eat chuma could she also eat chuma if they are not allowed to be married so then she would not be allowed to eat chuma if they are allowed to be married so then she could in fact eat chuma so the Gemara says "Leman." when we had this question this was the question that we had could this uh, allow his wife who is the descendant of a convert to eat chuma or not um so the Gemara asks, who is this going according to? Why? So we're going to have three different opinions here. And we'll see that according to the first two opinions, there is no question. Either certainly she could or certainly she cannot. And the question will only be according to the third opinion. So the Gemara says, either Rabbi Yehuda, if we say that it's going according to Rabbi Huda, so then, because you shall say, because you shall say, whether or not. Uh, this Kohen, who is a Ptua whether or not we say that he has the sanctity of a Kohen, or whether he doesn't have the sanctity of Kohen, he Kohen, he will not be able to allow his wife uh, to eat truma because it wouldn't be viewed as a valid uh, marriage. Why not? Because you say, if he has the sanctity of a Kohen, so then, uh, he would not be allowed to marry the descendant of a convert, because if his fa- if her father uh, was a convert, and specifically if it's in the context of her father, according to Rabbi Huda, if her father uh, was a convert, so then uh, a Kohen is not allowed to marry her. And as such, if he had the sanctity of a Kohen and the rules that apply to a Kohen, whom they can marry, whom they can't marry, uh, also applies to this Suhazaka, so then he would not be allowed to marry the descendant of a Kohen, specifically if the father uh, was a convert and if he doesn't have the sanctity of a Kohen he still cannot allow his wife to eat truma. even though he doesn't have the sanctity of a co- of, of a Kohen in terms of who he can marry so let's say he could marry from the aspect, from the perspective of the Kohen he would be allowed to marry the descendant of a convert Um uh, because he doesn't have that sanctity, he certainly is allowed to eat truma, but still he would not be allowed, it would, it would not be permissible for his wife to eat truma. Why? Because Rabbi Huda is also of the opinion that with regards to this other factor, okay, fine, So from the perspective of him being a Kohen, he would be, it would be permissible for him to marry uh, the descendant of a convert. However, from the perspective of the fact that he's a Petsu from the perspective of the fact that uh, he's not allowed to marry people from the congregation of Hashem, even if he's even if he weren't to be a, even if he wouldn't be a kohen. So Rabbi Huda is of the opinion that converts and descendants of converts are also part of the congregation of Hashem, and so therefore there would be a prohibition in either direction, either way there would be a prohibition for them to be married, and therefore he would not be permissible for her or for the, his wife, uh, because it's not a it's not an acceptable marriage, it's not a halachically acceptable marriage he would not be allowed to for his wife to eat chuma because either if he's a kohen and he has the sanctity of a kohen he's not allowed to marry the descendant of if his of if her father is a kohen so then he wouldn't be allowed to marry her because he's a kohen and has the sanctity of a kohen and even if he doesn't have the sanctity of a kohen he wouldn't be allowed to marry her because Rabbi Huda is of the opinion that even if they don't even if he's a non-kohen you're not allowed to marry a convert if you are a Petsu Adaka because a convert is also part of the congregation of Hashem. And they would be included in the prohibition. So either way you go, it's not even a question. According to Rabbi Huda, she cannot eat Truma. And according to Rabbi Huda, what about Rabbi Huda? He's of the opinion that no matter what, she is allowed to eat Truma. Why? She is allowed to eat Truma. Why? Why? Even if she, he remains a Kohen, he has the sanctity of a Kohen in terms of who he's allowed to marry, she's allowed to eat. Because Rabbi he's of the most lenient opinion, he says that a Kohen is allowed to marry a, a descendant of a convert, even if her both parents are converts, uh, she, a Kohen is allowed, any Kohen is allowed to marry uh, the daughter of converts, even if both the father and the mother are converts. And let's say he doesn't have the sanctity of a Kohen with regards to to, to marriage. Certainly he's Lati Truma, but in terms of marriage, in that case also, to Amar Kalger, Mlakial, rabiosi would say she's also allowed to eat Truma. Why? Because he's of the opinion that uh, converts are not viewed as part of the they're, they're Jewish, but they're not part of the congregation of Hashem, of Kahal Hashem. And the prohibition for a to marry specifically the Kahala Hashem, it's specifically the congregation of Hashem, and uh, converts would not be included in this. And so therefore, it would be permissible for a for a Kohen, who is a p'suwadaka, to marry uh, the daughter of converts. They can't marry the convert herself because uh, a Kohen cannot marry a convert, but they can marry the daughter of converts, according to Rebiosi. So Rebiosi argues in Rihuda with regards to the both Perspectives, He says that, first of all, you, a kohen could marry the descendant of converts, and second of all, a Sudaka is allowed to marry a convert because they are not viewed as part of the congregation of Hashem, even though they are Jewish. Um, and as such, uh, no matter what, whatever perspective you take, she could certainly eat shuma because they are now fully uh, uh, halachically married. It would, be, it would be an acceptable marriage. The question that was asked could only be according to the third opinion. Well, who is the third opinion? Al de tana. The whole question could only be asked according to the following tana, the following position. It's not because the mission says Reb ben Yaakov. Omer, Omer, This is the third opinion. Reb ben Yaakov says, "Isha basgerim lotinas elikuna ad ima me ben Yaakov is of the opinion that while it's true a Kohen cannot marry the, the, uh, a con- a, the daughter of um, converts if the father was a convert and if the mother was a convert, so then a Kohen cannot marry the daughter. However, if either parent, whether it's the father or the mother, is, is Jewish from birth, so then the Kohen could marry uh, the daughter. It would be permissible for the, for the Kohen to marry the daughter. That's what Rehazer binyako says. That's all he says. So now that we know that, that they can marry uh, the the daughter of a convert as long as one of the parents was born Jewish. So now we have the following question. The question becomes okay, she's now allowed to marry the Kohen, but what about the factor of Ptsuadaka? What about the factor that this Kohen is also a A is not allowed to marry anybody from the congregation of Hashem. So this uh, daughter of a convert, whether it's the father or mother, as long as one uh, parent it was born Jewish, so they can marry a Kohen, but what about the factor the factor that you're not allowed to marry a Petzua Daka? So do we say uh, that since she is the daughter of a convert, that she is not viewed as... Part of the congregation of Hashem, and then it would be permissible for her to marry a Daka, Or do we say that no, that she also has the sanctity of being part of the congregation of Hashem, and therefore it would be forbidden for her to marry a Daka, and then she would not be allowed to eat Truma? And that is the question. The question is all the question of Yaakov. Certainly, she would be allowed as a, as a, a daughter of. Uh, one parent who was born Jewish, she would be allowed to marry a Kohen? That's not where the question is coming from. The question is really coming from the perspective of Pitsua Daka, about the factor that uh, as the daughter of a convert, maybe she's not allowed to marry a Pitsua Daka because she's part of the congregation of Hashem, but maybe she would be permissible for her to marry because one of her parents is a convert. So that was the question. So the Gemara now actually answers this question. Even though earlier we said that we're not answering the question, really now the Gemara when Oshi Oshi was asked the question, he didn't have the answer, but now the Gemara is giving an answer. Tashma, we could give the following answer. When Rav Acha bar came from the south, he brought the following b'risa with him. And the b'risa says as follows. How do we know our very case? How do we know that a Psuadaka, who is also a koin, is allowed to marry the daughter of converts That, and therefore it is permissible for her to eat truma. And they quote a verse, Shinamar, v'kohen ki nefesh kinen kaswa yochabo. And a Kohen, who shall acquire a person, uh, in, is allowed to, this is in the context of acquiring slaves, so then those slaves are now allowed to eat truma. Um, so the verse has an extra word, there's an extra word nefesh, that is unnecessary. And so because of the extra word nefesh, it's there to teach us that even if the Kohen were to, is a and were to get married, so then uh, married to to get married to the daughter of converts, so then she would be allowed to eat Truma. And that's what the verse is coming to teach us. So the Gemara proves from here, Laman, who is this price of going according, going according to If it was a coin Rabbi to the first opinion we already mentioned, he holds that no matter what. Uh, she would not be allowed to eat truma because there's a prohibition that Kohen can't marry her uh, because she's the daughter of a convert. Uh, even if he doesn't have the sanctity of a Kohen she's viewed as part of the congregation of Hashem and a, as a pitzudaki, can't marry her. So according to Rabbi Yehuda, it wouldn't be a valid marriage. Be either Rabbi Kra, is a Lak, which is a According to you don't even need the verse. It's obvious that he holds that it's a viewed as a halachically valid marriage because as the, from the perspective of a Kohen so the, this daughter of even if they were both both parents were, were converts, the coin is allowed to marry her. And from the perspective of p'tsu'adaka so then this person could also marry her because as a descendant of converts, she's not viewed as part of the congregation of Hashem, and she, she can marry a Ptzudaka. Uh, so according to both perspectives, it would be permissible. El So it must be that the whole purpose of this brisa is according is going according to the opinion of Reb Lazar ben Yaakov. Ushma, because for Rebbelazer Ben Yaakov, the third opinion, we weren't sure. We understood that a Kohen can marry the daughter of a convert as long as one of the parents was born, uh, was a Jew from birth. But we weren't sure, because of his tzodaka status, do we say that she's part of the congregation of Hashem or not? Ushma minak, And so what we learn is that really she's not part of the congregation of Hashem. And so therefore it would be permissible for her to marry the ptsu-a-daka. Since she's not part of the congregation of Hashem, it would be permissible for her to marry the ptsuadaka, and she could eat truma, shema minah, and that's in fact what we learn from this bright sign. It's there to explain, according to Rabbi Lezeb So we just explained that there are many different factors that go into the convert uh, who is a uh, marrying a Kohen who is a ptsuadaka, whether it's allowed, whether it's not allowed from the perspective of the Kohen, from the perspective of the ptsuadaka, and also there's a question whether or not a Kohen who is a ptsuadaka does he have the regular prohibitions that a Cohen has in terms of whom they could marry? Okay, in the next recording we will begin a new topic.